0: Hey, I hope you guys are having a great summer. Welcome to the Omaha Styly Podcast. My name is Brian. We're gonna get into things as usual. We got a brand new album with 311 voyager came out on july 12th it was obviously leaked everybody knows the album got leaked about three weeks early there's a lot of listeners that got to hear privileged to hear the record prior to the actual band release now the band did release the album now people are everybody's getting dialed into it we have a lot of new listeners a lot of great feedback about the album watched a great interview today with nick and peanut in new york city talking about the new album and talking about the writing process and the creativity and i tell you what These guys just aren't aging in any way of their physical and uh, musical lives. It's just unbelievable the kind of music they're producing. Um, You went from Stereolithic, which was the real first self-produced album out of the Hive, into Mosaic and now into Voyager. Voyager is truly aptly named. Uh, It's it's a journey. It's It's a voyage from beginning to end. 13 tracks of absolute twists and turns. The nuances between songs, the the different creative elements they brought into it, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. I do have two special guests today. Both of them are fans that have listened to the album in its entirety, obviously. One of them was a fan that listened to the leak early and is about three weeks extra listening time than a lot of us and somebody had just got the album when it when it was released and has listened to it so we're going to go through it track by track not really critique it you know we're, we're not in the critiquing business here we're just we're just going to talk about the the highlights the high moments of each song and, and what really you know made it the a really great 311 album for us so stay tuned <laughs> All right, we got Daryl Vitulio from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's a huge 311 fan, guy I've gotten to know a little bit. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Daryl, and uh, introduce yourself, and we'll get right into the album review.
1: Sure thing, yeah. Uh, Daryl Vitulio, at uh, dvits14 on Twitter. Uh, I've been a 311 fan since music came out. Um, you know, I've uh, joined on one of your podcasts before, just kind of giving my backstory with them that... Uh, I got hooked uh, a couple weeks after Music was released, a music store that I frequented in let me check them out, and uh, I got to visit, and uh, I just fell in love with them right then and there. Uh, <laughs> visit absolutely hooked me. Uh, been excitable ever since, you know. Um,
0: love them. Great, great stuff. Awesome, big, man. Big I... influence on my life. Yeah, I, I love talking to you about 311. Um, we're going to get right into uh, the album Um kind of review, like I I said before in the intro, this isn't a criticism thing. We're not going to get all controversial and get deep and I'll let the Facebook people handle all that stuff, right? Yeah, right. Um <laughs> yeah, we're going we're going to just talk about the album and, and just, you know, our our initial thoughts and our initial rankings. It's a fun thing. You know, you got a 1 to 13 ranking, 1 being the the best song on the album in, in your opinion and and 13 being the the last. And there's no worse songs because I've listened to it, you've listened to it. there's not a bad song on the no, album. So someone's got to be last just like when you're on a marathon, someone's got to be last and unfortunately somebody will. Getting right into it. We're going to go to yeah. um title track crossfire. Let's listen to a little clip. first. Anyway, back to the show, Daryl, uh, tell me a little bit about your opinion of crossfire.
1: Straight up rocker, man. It brings the fire and that's two and a half minutes of just pure energy.
0: So Absolutely. much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, it is. I- you know, you know when the uh when the noise storm thing hit, um obviously there was some concern there, but um you know, I got listened to it today and and I, I was listening to that first verse and and Nick jumps right into to something that I I wanted to ask your opinion on and and, and this might be deep, but uh, and I can be deep. Sure. The lyrics are I know your password, I know the groove you needed me to master. I had to. No one else can do it, no one faster. Now, I'm not going to say that Nick knew, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I mean, is there something about that lyric that just kind of says like, hey, hey, man, you started a, a really cool thing. I'm going to finish it. For I'm
1: going to finish it for you. Yeah, it, 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 I could see that. Yeah, it, it, if you break it down like that, I could totally. Yeah,
0: it, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, I, I, I like I like the idea that it's controversial i mean a lot of people don't but you know hey sometimes you gotta you gotta mix things up i love the edm introduction into um the band and some of the things that are just they've never explored before in crossfire anything else you want to talk about the song that kind of meant something to you Uh, no just crank it up, fuckers because it's that type (laughs) of song (laughs) yeah did you notice that they uh they're kind of incorporated that this new trend that, like with their music where they break they have this breakdown and they do this big build up to the chorus. It's kind of like a 311 trademark wildfire does it, too late does it, you know. They're yep. kind of like I think Crossfire incorporates that too. Um give me your honest uh rating um 1 to 13 or you know as far as ranking in the in the album structure.
1: Yeah, I, I struggled with this one where to put it. Um Yeah. I
0: because of the whole
1: situation. I've made my peace with it. I'm cool with it. They've apologized for it. They've owned it, and, and they've righted the wrong with it all. But right. just on principle, I've put it at 13, just, hey, just because okay. of it. you know. Uh, if you take all that out, it would, it would definitely be one of the top two or three for me, just because it is just
0: pure energy. Yeah, and I love the fact that your least ranked song in the whole album is something you just talked very highly of. Um, i'll let you in a little secret it's low on my list too i got it at yeah. number 11 okay so i mean you know we're not too far yeah. off on that and no, it's still it's still a cranking tune it's it's it got is. a lot a lot to offer to the album i um, gonna move right into next song on the album don't you worry clip right here give me about 10 seconds we'll be right back mm-hmm what's your thoughts on don't you worry Daryl? Oh, uh, hit me hard.
1: Uh, you know, I've talked to you a little bit about this. I haven't really put it out too much, but, uh, my wife's been dealing with some health issues here the past few months, pretty serious stuff. Um, the song kind of came out and, and, uh, the perfect time, you know, it's just, uh, we all hope to have that kind of relationship in our lives where, you know, we, we got, we got your back. We'll, we'll get you through this. And, uh, it's just kind of how the song has hit me. Um, you know, it's, uh, I've got my wife's back. I'm, I'm there for, I'm going to do what I can through it all. And, and, uh, just, you know, she needs to worry about getting healthy. I'll take care of everything else. And so, yeah, yeah. just, uh, kind of hit me hard when it first came out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, you know, we don't we don't know what life's going to take us. We don't know how health is going to be and things we take for granted. But but one thing that we can can help you know in our own, our lives is is just eliminate worry. You know, a worry is is yeah. just it's a killer. It's a silent killer. Yeah. And sometimes exactly. you think you're in dark stuff and deep stuff. And you know, if you can just sit back and say, hey, you know, this this too shall pass. And it eliminates a lot of need to to worry and, and stress and and uh, you know I'm not making light of your situation for sure. No, you know, no, you know That. Yep. Um, of course. Musically, I, I love that the the album mix was is light years ahead of the single. Um, when the single came out, it was like, man, it was it was kind of a little um, bland, um, almost a yeah, mix. Very much yeah, the mix sounded a little, little kind of iffy. And then they also extended the intro and extended the end, which is amazing. I love that little mellow ending they do. It sounds like oh, that's uh, so cool. Yeah, it sounds like like Nut and Tim were sitting on the porch, just kind of strumming and just strumming. It. It like, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, and Tim's solo in there is pretty, pretty sweet too. Very much. So. uh We're gonna take a break. We're gonna listen to a clip of Stainless and get right back into it. Stainless. What you got, man?
1: Stainless to me, it's uh everything that three eleven brings to the table in one song. Mm-hmm. You know, they've they've mm-hmm. got the uh it's just their full range, you know, just the slow <laughs> melodies that they kind of broke out and perfected with amber they've just got some driving riffs and drums in it they've got the just hardcore rap going just this joyful roller coaster ride of a song while yeah. at the same time just stressing the unity that that they present and strive for as a band
0: yeah it's had great observations um i i uh, you know the word the word prog has been thrown a lot out there within 311 circles lately it's it's interesting because i don't consider really a lot of any of newer 311 prog for example i mean when, when you talk about prog you're talking about tool you're talking about you know, rush and genesis and and you know older older uh genres and and i don't i don't necessarily hear that but i do hear it in stainless i mean there is there is a progressive flair to this song sure. that is uh, is kind of pushing that prog envelope Agreed. Um, also listen today i, I didn't catch this in the first few lessons, but did you hear Peanut in the, in playing the fretless in the verse? He, he's I, got he, no, I did not. He, you know that's it, Peanut slips in fretless bass in a lot of songs, and you don't really notice it unless you're listening for it. Now, you know, obviously, I'm always listening to the bass, but mm-hmm. the fretless bass in the verse is so sweet. It's so just slinky smooth. Just check that out next time you listen. I'll, to
1: oh it. yeah, I'll definitely pay
0: attention for that. Yeah, awesome um we're gonna move into the next song we've got space and time. I'm gonna listen to a quick clip and be right back'
2: time right back to
0: Welcome back. I want to talk a little bit about space and time with Daryl Vitulio from Minneapolis, Minnesota. What do you have there, Daryl? Starts off with a, you know, trippy little, little guitar.
1: And, uh, uh, again, it's, it just, it's one of those songs that just kind of hit me with everything that's going on. You know, I just, as much as I need to be here for my wife, my wife's been in the hospital now for going on a month and, at the same time, I've been finding myself just sitting here singing a song. You know, I just I need a little space and time for myself. I hate saying it because I know I need to be there, but at, you know, I need to be me too. And it's it's been it's been a little challenging. And um, but it's it's one of the few it's one of the songs that I do. I just keep finding myself singing the lyrics to, and I I just can't seem to shake it. But uh, I think it's a great tune.
0: Yeah, you know, it, no, it's a very good song. Um, I like the very I like the ending how when it finally settles down and then Chad does those really ghost notes on the snare and it's kind of yes. like funky and jazzy and it's just kind of winding the thing down. Yeah. You know, I neglected to go back and, and get the reviews on the, the other two songs. So let's back up real quick. Sure. Um, don't don't you worry. What was uh what was your ranking? I got that at number five. Number five. Okay. All right. I'm 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 not too far off. I'm a touch lower. I'm at number eight. Okay. And in all fairness, I'd probably have it a little higher, but I think a song is about a minute too short, in my opinion. It just kind of abruptly ends, and it kind of, yeah, okay. it was almost that, like an unfinished book for me. So, I mean, that's totally where fair. I stood on it. But yeah, I, it's I, I fair. think it's a great song. Uh, going back to Stainless, where'd you have it? I have that at number six that is exactly where i have stainless there we go you know and i think stainless there's gonna be a lot of people including probably the band that feel it's the strongest cut off the album um i've got stronger cuts obviously you do too i think it's a great song it's a song you probably need to listen to 500 times to fully absorb it fully
1: exactly yeah i agree
0: 100 percent it's kind of for me stainless is like one in the same off of mosaic in my opinion sure um space and time where'd you have it I have that at eleven. Okay, so I got all that right. a little lower. Yeah, I, you know, f- fair enough. I got it at ten, and it's not a bad song. No, it's a not really at all. Good song. It's, a, it's just it's a great not, tune. It's not one of the songs that just I if and I'm not skipping any songs, and I usually don't skip any songs in the three eleven albums. But like, if I, I'm like. Getting up in the morning and going, okay, what song do I want to jump all over? Space time is not is not like the one I want to go jump all yeah. over, right, right immediately. So right. We're, we're thinking a lot alike, and even if we aren't, that's fine. <laughs> Moving on to uh, the next cut off the album, going to listen to a little bit of a clip of Dream State. a little bit of knowledge on dream state there this is the one song on the album that hasn't
1: really totally grabbed me yet it's a great song it's got some just killer old school 311 vibe to it Mm -hmm. but for just some reason
0: I, i just i can't explain why it just hasn't truly grabbed hold of me yet yeah fair Fair. It's it's and, and keep in mind too. And, and I, I meant to address this earlier. I I have two guests on the show today, and Daryl is the guest that did did not listen to the leak. So there's there's a three to four week gap in in listening time and that's that's like an eternity in 311 uh, musical yeah. listening time because songs can evolve and change, change and, so much and all of a sudden a song that you were like yeah all of a sudden now becomes your favorite cut off the album so i'm i'm, yeah. I'm leaving hope for for you in dream state um, yeah, i i, am I love too. how the, I love how the vocals offset that really heavy riff. I remember mm-hmm. when the riff came out on YouTube, it was like, "Oh man, this is this is the one." <laughs> it was just so chunky and ja, 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 ja. and uh and then when the vocals come right in with that riff, it's it's good. 311 does a nice job of offsetting some of their blatant heaviness yes. on riffs with really harmonic nice vocals, which keeps yeah. them from pushing that real heavy heavy genre, which I know that, you know, they push it, but that that's not what they are, I don't that, think. Um no. Two 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 comments I wanted to make about Dream State, just musically, that I, I think are, are worth noting. Uh, one's a lyric, and one's music. Um, Nick's uh, pre-chorus, uh, only flesh and bone chasing the unknown, trying to find my way home. Hey, what a poignant lyric. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we're just flesh and bone chasing whatever's in front of us. We don't know what it looks like. We're just trying to figure out our way, finding our yeah. way. Um, you know, to me, that's what Dream State is. You know, it, for me, that song—it's just our way of, you know, figuring stuff out musically. Um, in that same section, th- there's a chord progression that is really dissonant. Um, you know, that dissonance is something you usually only hear in, in, in music that is not anywhere in 311. It's more of a jazzy type of thing. It's a very interesting, um, dissonant feel that I think um, you don't hear very often in in, in 311. I thought that was a real quality move. Um, Where did you rate Dream State? I had Dream State at 12. Okay. Well, I mean, based upon what you said, I figured it was low. I got it at three. Okay, That song song just shreds for me. I mean, I'm just all in on that. So, I mean, you know, good to know that we're thinking different on some stuff, too. Um, Got a good feeling about this next cut that we're going to play a quick – uh, clip of that we've heard a lot. Life is all
2: around. You down? Life is all around. So look up look up,
0: look up, look up, Back to good feeling. What are your honest thoughts? Don't hold back. Yeah. Honest thoughts. I know
1: when it came out, everyone just kind of bagged on it and just one off. It's too poppy this, too poppy that. Yeah. I love it. I love every single second of it. I can't get enough of it. Yeah. It puts me in such a great, I mean, pardon the pun, you know, it it puts me in such a good feeling in such a great headspace. I just can't help but feel good after listening to it. It just,
0: yeah, I, I, love every second of this song that's that's awesome you know it's something that i get out of this song that i get out of life um and i'm i'm a firm believer if you've got a jaded negative mentality as and and that's inherent to your 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 the way you think you're going to resent the song i mean Mm -hmm. consider consider that yeah. If, if your thought Agreed. process is always a jaded negative way of seeing things you, you, this song's not gonna do anything for you but the thing is if this is the kind of song that's supposed to snap you that's out of your funk exactly it's it's like okay they're saying hey we're serving a good feeling on a platter right now and it's your your opportunity to take it if you want to be out there and be all you know watching the news and watching the weather and and, and, and freaking out over life and everything's getting you down fine. But let's get you out with this song. But yeah, it's your choice. But if you go into it thinking, ah, you know, that's not for me, well, you're probably not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. Just my take. And I'm probably a little harsh on that, but that's. No, I 100% agree. It's, yeah. Enjoy life for a
1: minute. I have it at number one. Number
0: 1. Number 1. That is solid. I don't have it anywhere near 1. It's not because it's a bad song. It's I my, by nature I gravitate to the heavier stuff cuz that's sure. the way I was brought up in music. Doesn't mean I don't like good feeling. I love the song. It's number 9 for me on the album. Okay. It could uh, creep up, uh, but for right now. And and all fairness, if they didn't release it early like they did, it might be a couple couple higher. Sure. That's just mine. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to a clip of what the exclamation point question mark and come right back. So what the is going on with what the Daryl?
1: Oh, man. The intro may possibly be my favorite 311 intro the the Mm -hmm. guitar work just makes me giggle. It's so just, oh, that that just, uh, yeah, I I can't even just, it's so good. It's so good. And then, you know, just, it's just a driver the whole way. It just, um, makes you just energy, just so much energy from it. And then you get to the end, you got Chad's solo. He just goes off, you know, it's like, wow, where, where's that been? And then that just little, Second clip where they end the song and then they do a little jam again. It, it's
0: so great. It's such yeah. a great song. You know, it's cool that they did a, a um a title that really has nothing to do with the song. You know, exactly. if, you to, if you were to actually name the song, you can't really because it's the lyrics are so random and fun. Yeah. I I would name the song "Fun" because it's they're just having fun. It's almost like I said, okay, how much fun can we possibly have in a song? Let's put it on a record and see what it looks like. Um, Do you you notice the uh, the drum solo breakdown and the little hits and all that? It's insane. it's the epitome of what happens when you get in a studio and you don't have people looking over you and saying no you can't do that you can't do that you can't yeah. do that because you know we're we got to have it under four minutes for the radio we got to do this and that no they're like "No, we're going to do a little drum breakdown we're going to have some hits we're going to do some cool things yeah. very independent you know and further proof of why the, the last three albums have been so special one yeah. of my favorites on the album and one of my fa- probably one of my favorite 311 songs really in yeah. all, all fairness yeah you know
1: to me it, it, it it's like you just said to go off uh, build on what you said it, it's it's kind of to me it's like we have one of the best drummers out there
2: Whoa, uh, let's yeah. showcase
1: them a little bit here for a second and and they just let him go off for those you know 30 seconds or whatever but oh yeah. man those those 30 seconds are it's
0: insane yeah so cool what you, what's your ranking i have it at number two no i got it at number two man that's 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 exactly where that song is man it's yeah. just seriously Awesome. Better space. Here's a clip. Be right back. So is better space a better space for you or tell me about it.
1: It is. Uh to me it's probably the most and I and I could be totally off base. To me, it's you know, it's my opinion here that uh to me it's got the most old school three eleven vibe to it. Uh you know, it's just got some just killer riffs, some good rapping, uh just a great message, you know, find that better space. Um you know, it's just it's just old school
0: three eleven. Love it. Okay, all right, I'll take it. I mean that for me. And um, and I'm not disagreeing with your opinion at all. For me, I felt like it had more of that. Um, I think there's four distinct generations or, or it, uh, iterations of, of 311 music. You know, 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, and that I think it fits neatly in that 3.0 Evolver okay. Evolver D T O M kind sure. of era. It sounds to me like something that would be on, you know, an Evolver album. Um, and that's not a bad thing. It just it has that feel There's some songs in that in that um, era that I felt like um, they uh, I, I, it just were not a reach, but just something that just didn't hit me right. Um, you know, you had to kind of and, and I'm hoping the song really, really uh, develops well for me. But at this point, I'm still kind of like, OK, I do love the effect on the voice and the bridge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think it's very cool. And I, I know there's, there's some stuff in there, you know, some Latin and, and things that I need to dissect and hear. And, and obviously it's to me, if this is a, a progressive song for them, um, how'd you rate it? I have it at number nine. Okay. Yeah. I I have it at I yeah, you know I, I hate to say it I have it at dead last for me. i okay. I just I don't hate the song. I'm not like oh God it's a skipper get this song out of my life and delete it from my freaking phone, but I just like I'm not I'm not feeling it as of yet. And I'm sure it's a better song that I'm giving it credit for. Um, and I'll move on because I you know don't want to get into <laughs> anything negative here. Um. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna dodge that into dodging rain raindrops. Um and hear a quick clip of that and be right back. Why do I stay inside? I should be living life instead of watching through the window. No use in playing safe, not gonna hesitate. I know so how do you feel about dodging raindrops and tell me about uh the vibe it's giving you? Dodging raindrops. I'll probably get some heat for this,
1: and that's cool. Um, I know the trendy thing right now in the world is to, to rip on Imagine Dragons. Uh-huh. I'm personally a big Imagine Dragons fan. I have mm-hmm. been since before they even broke big. I will admit they have kind of hit that oversaturation point, which is kind of where a lot of the backlash has started coming from. Um, but that, I. Every time I listen to Dodging Raindrops, I hear Imagine Dragons, and I mean that 100% as a compliment. I think it is so cool, so just oh, not drum wrong. heavy. It's got that little uh, dance to it a little bit, but uh, and but then the the lyrics to it are just phenomenal, and yeah. I just I have so much respect for the guys to branch out and try a different sound, and you know push the
0: envelope a little bit it
1: uh yeah I, I think it's a phenomenal song
0: yeah i like the song too and i don't disagree with imagine dragons at all um 21 pilots imagine dragons any anything in that genre right now is is a very very easy lane to travel in and i like that they're trying uh to travel in that lane um mm-hmm. i hear i hear the big influence from you know nick talked about in the interview in new york city yesterday talked about how his kids influence with his writing and and you hear that kind of thing i mean my my daughter um is a little older than his kids but she's 14 years old she knows a lot of 311 songs by default because she rides around with my my wife all the time <laughs> cranking sure. 311 i mean she can spit the, the entire lyrics to gap you know there Where you go she's listening to dodging raindrops and she's like is this 311 you know, not like, you yeah. know, I, I hate it, but like, wow, this is, this, this is, is pretty cool. It's got completely an different. It's got an infectious chorus. You know, I, I, I find myself, you know, just wandering around, just singing it to my head, mm-hmm. you know, just, yeah. just the, <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you rate it? I you know, I, this, uh,
1: <laughs> I have it way too low. This is one of the songs when I've tried putting it all together i had it i've moved this song around so many times and i finally just settled right. i i have it at number 10 i i okay i that's,
0: i don't think it's that low but i just couldn't figure out where else to put it at this point when you're dead on with me i mean that's i was jockeying around between those slots i'm at 11 and you know like i said before it's not because it's an evil awful song yeah it's just you know it's not it's not what i um yeah, yeah. Compared to the rest of the album, you know, yeah. in, uh, in yeah. all fairness. All right, so uh, we're going to move on to the next song, which is a huge contrast in in sounds. You go from dodging raindrops into a real ripper, uh, rolling. Here's a clip we get you out of your homes taking the house to stand up i know the history it down the we want to be
2: the music thank you for tripping with
0: me back to the show um actually i'm going to start this one out because okay. um i first of all let me preface this i i just grew up heavy i mean i grew up listening to the heaviest of heavy. I mean, thrash and Judas priest and maiden and, and just heavy. So anytime something just grips me, it's just heavy. I just, I jump all over it. So this song immediately, when it, when it came out, I was like, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I just, bring it, <laughs> but go ahead,
1: Daryl. Yeah, no, it's same way. You know, it just starts off with that just groovy bass line from peanut and it, it just builds from there and it just brings the thunder it's and then the message on top of it, it you know just the like, keep rolling through it yeah it's phenomenal it's phenomenal i i, I hope they yeah. start playing this in the rotation uh as often as possible because this this one
0: i just could see this going crazy at a show yeah song song rolls man um I, I found it. I started digging into the lyrics, you know, because it's to me, you know, if you if you talk to guys in 3.11 about the music, they they get a little excited. If if you talk about your, the lyrics and the fact that you're finding out what they're talking about in the songs, you know, that's that's where that's where they'll light up. Um, yeah, that's where I light up because you know, there's a lot of hidden depth. This song's all about, it, it, the title's rolling through. The song's all about finding yourself. Yeah. And, you know, kind of back to that theme we talked about earlier. And there's a there's um in in the chorus, you know, if you read the lyrics, you know, always know that you got to go do what you feel. But don't forget, make it real. No doubt. It's about staying true. Always know that you got to grow. So honestly, it's best that you know who you are as you go rolling through. I mean, just consider that. Great line. line. I mean, just when you're rolling through life and you're doing stuff. You know, it's one thing to be cruising and not having to care in the world, but you know, know who you are. No know, know your lane. Know exactly where you're headed. have a purpose to your life. And to me, that is why I'm gonna I'm gonna preempt you, bud. It number one for me.
1: Yeah, I, I have it at number three. So I mean
0: it's it's up there. Yeah, that song just freaking rocks, it man. Does. I, I just Absolutely. I, I, I like I I, I get when I go to put the album when I'm like, I want to skip to get to rolling through, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't want to skip nothing. All right. Um, Next song. We got We got three left. Um, Thanks for for sticking with us, uh, Daryl. I know we're 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 yakking away. Uh, Born to Live. Quick clip coming back. We're going to talk about it. all right let's talk about born to live
1: born to live um you know i I hate to keep bringing up my wife and what's been going on with all that but uh you know I, i even i put this out there on twitter even um you know i know it's this funky upbeat rocker with this just killer bass intro again from peanut um i'm just glad i listened to it at home by myself the first time through uh i'll openly admit i blubbered like a little kid i I was just a blubbering mess because it it just the message with everything that's been going it just it was a gut punch and it it just hit so hard it it, i love it i I do it's i have it at number four it's so good um you know it just it just came at the right time for me and it, it just was like I, it was the song i needed i just had to let everything go and yeah
0: it uh yeah it's perfect timing to have that type of song yeah it's it's um it's i think it's a song they purposely wrote just to remind the fans and remind themselves that you know she got one life you know live it yeah. live it to the to the fullest i mean you know and, and nick you know openly you know talks poignantly about you know his own you know kind of m- not mortality but just just you know seeing life evolve in front of him and you know having daughters and kids and and um you know seeing his daughter's wedding uh he can't see it if he's in the in the in in cemetery, cemetery. Yeah. yeah you know wanting to live life to the fullest and and and, and how about the funky bass, right oh. so, you know, <laughs> <It's> unreal you <laughs> know he goes and brings out this. Freaking funky, simple, true-esque yeah. kind of. It, actually, if you listen, and and, and don't tell anybody that I told you, if you listen to it with headphones on, they had that same little putting the record on scratch little sample when he starts the bass up, like they did in Simple true. It's oh, almost like they, yeah, yeah, yeah they. The- they, they they did, like, a little ode to, like, oh, okay, we're going to kind of replicate a little bit of Simple True there. Which they never play live, which is a whole nother story. Yeah. But another fun fact, that same bass line is the same line he plays in the OEA part at the end. Oh, Check it out. Check it out. Go play play the beginning and play the end. You'll hear it. That's that same riff. It's not a random riff. It's that same thing he plays. Awesome. That's, awesome that's, bass riff. So funky. I mean, it's peanut at his best. Yeah. That's uh, no, awesome. so good. Freaking rules. All right. Two more. Uh, charge it up. Indulge us for a quick clip. We'll be right back. So when charge up charge it up first comes on does it evoke any any type of uh old school 311 feel or do you think it's a new song or 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 new style what what are your what are your immediate thoughts
1: at first it kind of has that just straight up old school 311 rock you know uh but then it just goes i don't want to say it goes off the rails so it goes batshit crazy where it's like whoa what just happened and i love every mm. second of it it it's so just whoa yeah, you can't keep up with it all
0: yeah uh, that that's another one of those prog pushers i'm telling you yeah, i mean i'm not saying they're going that direction but you got you know you got peanut in the background you know he he's like hey you know <laughs> yeah. I, i'm telling you i, I know he's <laughs> back there with like and yeah, we got a little seven eight material here let's let's good let's go some prog here at the end something just offbeat and crazy um I think it has a transistor feel. I think it, it sounds like very uh reminiscent of the opening track for transistor. You know, the way mm-hmm. it comes in that that really da, 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 you know. Um yeah. also some of the lyrical content of it is very transistor-esque, receiving messages encoded in rhythm, encrypted secrets in the beat of a drum. I mean, that's that's straight out of the transistor playbook, man. It's just yeah. so so freaking <laughs> retro and cool. Um I love that song. Where do you have it, man? i have it at number seven okay that's that's not low that's not low that's that's right right dead in the middle i've got it at four just because if you see the kind of what the direction i'm heading the heavier stuff i I tend to get a little more you know excited about but that's just me um last but not least and when i say not least um i think it's a great closer to a fantastic album very unexpected closer uh lucid dreams a uh, quick clip and we will be right back if you're feeling locked up and you want to get free trying to live and love your life and positivity don't be afraid when it comes is only scan deep just come on come on yeah, come on come on when they got you on the run but you want to all right let's wrap it up with lucid
1: dreams it's uh another one where you just credit to them for kind of stepping out and trying something new, something different. And they hit an absolute grand slam with it. It's Mm -hmm. such a well-done song. I can't, it's another one from the album. There's that. I just, I can't help but sing to when it's on. And when I'm not even (laughs) listening to it, I can't help, but just hum it in my head. Um, I I, I just, that the, the chorus It's so just, the writing because that's phenomenal
0: i've got i've got a couple cheat notes here i'm looking at and the the cheat note i wrote on loose lucid dreams was i find myself singing it everywhere yeah exactly exactly you know my uh my sentiment of the song you know the one thing about that song and we, we, we don't want to dig too deep but you know when you're talking about being under the spell of negativity and um You know, even revisiting that interview in in New York City, which if if you haven't had a chance to watch it, it's a fantastic um, interview, Uh, like twenty five minute long interview. Yeah, I was hoping to watch it later tonight. Yeah, check it out. Um, you know, it's 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 you know, I think Nick had mentioned something about there is you know, there's this almost the news media and. And people will almost put you in that spell where where you just you feel like you're being dragged under and you don't even know why. It's because your focus is on everything else out there. And um, you know, when you fall under the spell of negativity, negativity, you just have to kind of say, hey, wake up, man, and 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 figure out that uh, you know, I have got this one life to live, and if I if I choose to live it in negativity, then that's on me. And um. I just think that the song is just another, you know, song that speaks of positivity, a la Jupiter, or mm-hmm. a lot of other pos- positivity based songs. And uh it, it really speaks to me in a lot of areas yeah. of my life. Um and obviously uh it's a further evolution of the songwriting that the band has done in a, in a fantastic way to, to wrap up a fantastic album, Voyager. What did you rank Lucid Dreams at?
1: I had at number eight. This was another one that I kinda moved up and down and around and I just finally settled and put it at eight
0: right right i i had it at seven and to me that's like almost at like two for for normal people because <laughs> i mean <laughs> you know it's I, i'm gonna rank the heavier stuff ahead of the lighter stuff it's just sure. my nature but man lucid dreams is a song that i i just kind of like dang i can i can really absorb that song in a lot of areas of my life right now and um definitely uh appreciate the uh the 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 song in every way. But um yeah. I appreciate you coming out and, and and joining us on the show. Um I really respect your opinion. I I I um I'm definitely uh sending up uh prayers and vibes for your wife. I know that that that's a difficult situation uh, that you are in that. right now.
2: And appreciate
0: I, that. yeah, and and you know the thing is is this album was, was delivered to you at a at a great time where where it, it can help you get through this um this uh, Dilemma you're in right now with, right. with your wife and, and uh, I wish the best for you. Um, you. Got anything else you want to say before uh, we, we check out?
1: No, you know, just stay positive, love life, and uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate
0: it. It's been fun. You bet, you bet man. Thanks so much for, for being on the show. What's up, 311 Nation? It's Howie Spangler from Ballyhoo, and you're listening to the Omaha Styli Podcast. Always reminding you to stay positive and love your life. Stepping out of the studio for tonight, you can hear the crickets outside, it's a beautiful summer night, sunset in July, enjoying the summer, nothing like it in my opinion, only season I really do, to be honest with you, Um, got a great caller coming in shortly, John Frank, what a great guy, can a silly string, I mean he enjoys life, above every sense of the word just everything about the guy just exudes enthusiasm he's the epitome of the excitable one we're going to get him in on a call here in a moment going to take a quick break but before i do so he is a, a leak listener and he has about three weeks over about anybody that listened to the album on release day so he's got a lot of vantage point to bring to the show and has probably heard the songs a lot more times than some others can't wait to hear from them. See you back after the break. You better live your life today. You might be
1: gone tomorrow. Don't let it get away.
2: I live in South Jersey, near the beach. Grew up here my whole life. It's uh, you know a cool vibe it's it's i consider it a bit of a bipolar place you know we're we're rocking out beautiful weather for about six months and then it turns off completely so there's a lot of uh ups and downs that come along with living in such a, a beautiful resort uh you know locale but it's cool um 32 been here my whole life and i got in 311 probably when uh When the Blue album came out, I think like most people, I was young. I was probably about 10 years old when I heard Down for the first time on the radio. And uh, I was just like, holy shit, what is this? And at 10 years old, that shit was super impressionable on me. From there, I got that album for Christmas. And, you know, I had to talk my mom into getting it for me because, you know, it had the explicit label on it. But (laughs) since then, it's just been, you know, nothing but fucking rocking out to 311. It's It's been a great, great journey.
0: I, I had you go in because you're you're a guy that listened to the album, you know, when the, when the leak came out, like a lot of people did. And uh, you got about three, four weeks on everybody else listening to the album. So I wanted to get your perspective, you know, being that you've had time to let the the album
2: really kind of sink in a lot. going to start right at the top, and go right into crossfire. That one fucking rips. I mean, that thing starts out just balls to the wall. I love that they have it as the opening track. Especially um, in years past, I think they went a little bit on the mellower side to open up their uh, last few albums, and even uh, some of them before that. But starting off with this one as the as the lead track is just it really sets the tone for the album. Um, overall, it's actually in my opinion, I think it's the hardest track they've got on the whole album. Yeah, but I mean that thing's just it's classic 311 from front to back. I love it, and that they couldn't have done a better job and you know, album selection on where they're going to put it and whatnot for this new album, because it just, you turn that thing on and you're just like, Holy shit. But when crossbar came out, I think many of us were like, wow, dude, they're still fucking rocking out. So that was a lot of fun. I love that track. And uh, I've definitely listened to that song a couple days or a couple times per day every day for the past yeah. month.
0: Yeah, to me, it's got that vintage 80s metal kind of feel, which has always got a sweet spot in my heart. I got a few years on you. I grew up listening to 80s metal. Uh, that vintage riff at the beginning just brings back like Priest Maiden at Live Aid, kind of just chon, chon, chon. and Oh, <laughs> yeah yeah plus it's got the vintage video game thing too you know the, the, i don't know if you played crossfire yeah i had a, a, that oh, game. hell <laughs> yeah it's all vintage man yeah it uh, is and, you know aside aside from you know the the, the, the crazy controversy I, i'm way over that i'm sure you are too glad glad noise storm's getting some credit he kind of ripped off a vintage Rift too i mean they all i'm glad it all melted together it's,
2: it's no and it's- with that with music in general man i mean how many <clears throat> bands and the thousands of songs we've heard in our lifetime do you hear that are like you know i've kind of heard that sound before look you know they made their amends i think especially pina and nick on the social forums and twitter uh they were super professional about it and you know that's all they could have done and even you know seeing it seeing the interactions with nick and um the homie who you know made that beat originally you know they were they were super cool about it and that's that's one reason why I think, you know, it's kind of water under the bridge. 1 to
0: 13, 13 is the the last
2: song that you rate on
0: the album, or what we call, you know, the bottom. There's no bad songs on this record, so we're not getting negative and all that. If something's rated high or low, it's just our our gut feeling, guys. So, um, Shoot Away, what do you got? Yeah,
2: Dude, I've, I've got Crossfire at like 8 right now.
0: Okay, that's, that's marginally <coughs> ba- real close to what... Uh, you know, I was thinking that the other the other guy was even lower. Um, I got it at eleven, and and it's not a bad song. It's it's just in the, in the mix of everything that this album brings. It's it's yes. on the lower end of side things for me, and it's a ripper. Yes. So I mean, yeah, exactly. it's it only it's only uphill from here. You know, it's tongue and cheek yeah. too. I mean, do you chuckle when when Sa
2: does crossfire? Oh, <laughs> <I mean, yeah. laughs> that shit's great. That's fucking. That's just like. <laughs> Three Eleven Cheese Deal, yeah, absolutely, it's wonderful. I, and you know, even when I when I you know started going over the songs in the order of you know favorite to least favorite, what have you, I was just like, wow, I couldn't believe that it ended up at eight because yeah. when I first heard it, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be my favorite song in the album. Yeah, The amount of depth and layers that a lot of the other songs in the albums have, um. I think those just supersede this one. I mean, this one is amazing, but, yeah. you know, it, it's at number eight for me, and I'm, I'm happy with, with that spot.
0: Don't you worry. Obviously, one of the original singles, too.
2: Talk about it. I think that's another classic. 311, um, more towards the radio hit. It's by no means it's a bad song. Um, I dig it, you know, in the car driving. You know, my the album plays front to back my, my kid digs it I like the intro to that song a lot the intro and the outro are very unique I, I haven't heard um, much of anything like that on any 311 song really ever it's very cool but as far as that goes that's my that's at number 13 for me uh, okay. I, really, I like the message I do like the message you know but as far as you know being at the top it's, it's more horrible. it is at the bottom I don't have it extremely
0: high either um but it for me it's and I mentioned in the other uh, the other segment I did um, it's it's a little too short for me it, it ends abruptly which was kind of odd um, it does, I, it does. Yeah, I, I like the verses I think there's lots of space and air in there I think that's it's got a cool uh, sound that they hadn't really explored a lot the vocally it, it it spoke to me uh i've got an older boy who's who's in early adulthood and you know he's struggling with becoming an adult and sure. i think the, the words for me were were enough to to say hey it's, it's almost like nick hand wrote a letter for me to send to my son who's a big 311 fan and he received yeah. it well he's like dad i really appreciate it so for me yeah. it was kind of my, my my way of saying hey uh kid, I got your back, man. Uh, you know, don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, I love, I, love that. I got, I got it as an eight. It's eight out of 13 for me. So oh, I mean, right. it's, it's right. middle, uh, under middle of the pack. Um, sure. Sure. Not, not hating it for sure. Uh, let's talk about stainless.
2: That's at nine. So yeah. So yeah. stainless is at nine, but dude, I dig that song a lot. And that's, I think that just goes to show how, like, how many good songs are in this album because Stainless could easily be in the top five, top three on like any other album. But but Stainless, I you know, that's another ripper. You know, you start off with, with Hexum's, you know, verse and then, you know, essay starts firing out. It's it's another just amazing, amazing song. Could easily be in top five, in top three on any other album. This was tough. This list was really tough. <laughs> These yeah. lists are
0: always tough. I, I I almost hate the ranking thing, but I'm doing it for this because it's it's just it's a fun little thing to do. Um, to me, the song is it's just not only is it a journey musically because it goes from yes. a lot of extremes, but yeah. it also is representative of the band's 29 year journey of you know <laughs> what they've been battling for respect. Yes, and you know throughout the song you hear the themes of you know naysayers will do what they do this is what we came for guys i mean we've been looking for for you know the respect other than just being this um band that was in the 90s doing rap rock i mean i think there's a part of them that are standing up and saying yeah, we we deserve more than what we're getting in And, and, and I, I'm not saying they're clamoring to have this great success, but maybe a little more appreciation for what they're doing because they've been doing yeah. it a, a long time at, with a lot of longevity and stability.
2: They're known to be a positive band, but you know, some of my favorite 311 songs are those those ones that have that that go towards the darker side of like, yeah. yo, this is what it's like, and this is what we're fucking doing, and you know, it's it's a struggle. So I yeah. That one being at number nine, I'm not not sure how it got there, but that's where it's at for me right now. Yeah, I've got it at number six
0: um mostly because the heavy side of it um it's a song i'm still trying to wrap my head around i I think the band probably thinks it's the strongest cut off the album uh, based upon you know the live uh you know already playing it live and and anyway i'll take a quick break here um get off topic um you've got a facebook uh site and a facebook group that you have that's real special to you in your heart talk to me about that john and and what it means to you
2: yeah so um Eight and a half years ago, on February fourteenth, two thousand eleven, Valentine's Day of all days, um, I woke up one day and I got sober. And not until about three years ago did I come across a um, it was a Facebook group. There was only I was under under a hundred members at the time, but I, I joined it. And at the time, they were looking for another admin. There were um, two admins at the time, and they asked me, you know. To be one of them, and I was, like, super honored, and I was stoked, but it's, it's called the 311 So Brodals. If you look it up on Facebook, you have to, um, you know, be approved, and there's some checks and balances you have to go through before, you know, you're allowed into the group. Because when it comes to the sobriety stuff, especially groups like that, and even, like, the 12-step programs and meetings, there's always people trying to infiltrate that uh, don't always have the best intentions in mind, unfortunately, but that's the way of the world. So yeah, so I've been in with that now for two and a half, three years, and it's gone. It's gone. Great, man. It's the the group, the people in there are fucking rad. Uh, I'd say ninety five percent of them are sober. You know, the other five percent of people who have loved ones that might be trying to get through shit sober wise. So it's, it's really sweet. Cool. We want as many people in the group yeah, We've got a few hundred uh, members now really cool. And it's a really good outlet You know, we, we do meetups And 16, we all met up at a Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans And there was about 20, uh, 15 or 20 of us Which was fucking cool we, People we've never met before From all over the country And that was really fucking cool And, you know, every day there's people posting And you know the conversation going on every day, and just the rhetoric. It's really positive, and what's really cool is peanuts. One of the the members of the group, <laughs> so that's that's. Yeah. It. But yeah, it's a great group, and I encourage anyone who's looking for any advice or help or trying to reach out or anybody who just wants to support the group to come find us on Facebook. It's three eleven so brodels s o b r o d d l s. Am I fucking that up? No, good. That's good. We're good so yeah it's it's rad dude and it's just it's a really cool group and we welcome all and uh you know a big motivation for me my my sobriety came uh you know through the form of one of the band members probably five six years ago he reached out to me and uh personally and we talked about sobriety and ever since then we've had a really cool relationship and We talk uh, somewhat regularly about, you know, life shit and things going on in the world, and it's not always just about, you know, music. It's, you know, all of us are human, and there's a lot more going on than just music in this world. And, you know, it's just, it's very uplifting to know that there are people out there like you, and you're not the only one, so... Yeah, much
0: respect, much respect for the group Thanks, and, and what you're doing and, and your sobriety. I mean, it's it's not a easy accomplishment by any stretch. I mean, don't let, it, don't let anybody take that away from you or anybody never, listening. It's, it's a lot
2: of fun, dude. You know, I enjoy my 311 concerts much more now. You know, I can actually remember what songs were played. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's dude, being sober is fun, Srad. So, I, so oh. you know, if you're sober, if you're not sober, I don't judge. Have fun.
0: Space and time. That's next on the list. Talk to me. What do you got?
2: Oh, yeah, we have space and time. I Actually, wrote these down. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I, oh, did wow. too.
0: I got notes. I got cheat notes. My, my, my mind's not what it used to be. I, I've got space and
2: time at ten. <laughs> you know, that's exactly where I have it. I mean, you know what? <laughs> it's so so space and time really, had, to me, reminds me of um, a song that. That Nick Hexum and the Nick Hexman Quartet Quartet could have done, yeah, yeah, a lot. It's really got that vibe to me. But again, like, dude, with his focus on this album, he's all over the place, but in a really good way. Uh, yeah. this song yeah, th- this song definitely. Ha- I I love this song. I really do.
0: Uh-huh. I do too. It's it's almost embarrassing when we're talking about these low rated songs. You like to want to get it on the covers and hide, but it's it like isn't? something's gotta be at the bottom of the list and something's gotta be at the top. And unfortunately it's this is one that's at the bottom. It's still a great song, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's um But I dig it a lot. Like it'll come on. I'm like, oh wait, like I put it that low, but it hey, it is what it is, dude. a it fucking difference between you know my first one and this one there's really not the gap's not that big at all
0: yeah (laughs) that's funny you talked about the nick excellent quintet and and i love that that album i think it's a fantastic album is it 311 no it's nick um when i first heard on youtube remember i don't know if you're listening to the pre-album release tracks they did like on youtube and and they had this this um the instrumental track of this and they played it and and i remember hearing it and i was kind of like Man, this sounds like like night uh, polka night at the uh, old folks home a little bit.
1: <laughs> See, almost, I, mean,
0: yeah. I wasn't being I was ugly, but it. that was my first impression, and it, it sounded like a like almost a "Don't Tread on Me." And remember when "Don't Tread on Me" they had the, the all the instrumentals
2: leaked. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: It, it kind of reminded me of that, and I was like, okay. But then when the song came out and Nick's range and and everything, and then Sa's bridge part, which is my favorite part of the song. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, now we got something. I mean, I, I, I really, really like this song a lot. And then I'm on the Met getting the whole peanut because he's playing the synth bass on that song. I listen to that again with the headphones on. There's a sweet synth bass he's got going on. And it's really rich and cool in the mix. I mean, it, it's a 10 for us, but it's still a really good song, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I was listening. I mean, the best way to listen to music is on a good pair of headphones. I think that's universally, like, fucking noted. But yeah, that thing on the headphones was ridiculous. And. The synth base on that was, like you just said, is it just ridiculous. So that one, it's at 10, but it could that, again, that could be at fucking number one as far as I'm concerned.
0: Moving on to Dream State, that would be the uh, fifth track off the album. What's your impression now or, or when you first started listening to it? I, I love the way
2: that one starts off. Um, I think that's another one that's like, you know, they're kind of trying to... To settle down a little bit uh, with their life in general, yeah. and I think that, I think that's a really cool message because a lot, you know the overall tone of this album, like I was saying, it's not dark, but it's just got a lot more. You know, this is what we're doing. This is how it is. This is how we're feeling right now. I relate with that one a lot because just you know the message from the get go is just let's just fucking we need to chill. You know, they're always on the go. They're all, You know, hundred miles per hour. But when they get that time to relax, you know, they're fucking relaxing. And that one, I, I skip to that one a lot when I play that album is, you know, I'll play that. I'll play that first one. I'm in the fucking car driving.
0: Yeah. That's on cranks, man. That, that second verse. Um, that's one of my favorite moments in the whole album. That whole, second half of the verse where it kind of goes from that cut time to like the straight beat and Nick talks about that needing that moment of serenity and
2: uh. oh dude that's i mean that that made the fucking twitter handle like a week ago or maybe even two weeks ago Who i that that's one of my favorite that might be my favorite verse on the whole album yeah,
0: it's, it's just one of those songs, you know, about finding yourself and figuring out who you are. Uh, of course, if you look at the album notes, too, you'll see Chad Sexton gets first writing credits on it. No doubt there, because it just screams, uh, Chad, the, the the musical stuff
2: and just the riffs. It's just crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. His, you know, what I think Chad's, Chad over the years, I mean, the past decade or so, he's, his writing technique, like, has just become so... You know When he's done His part Especially in the ones When he gets the first writing credit Because it's very Those songs I think Are the most technical Out of any of the songs That they have That one's at number six I got that one at six Okay To me that's the top three I have it
0: Is my third Third favorite on the song uh, On the album Jumping into a quick break with you here real quick, I, w- I wanted to ask you, um, tell me about uh, your favorite 311 band member. Anybody um, that jumps out at you that you just feel like you gravitate to
2: more? Oh, well, think shit. They all do. Um, you know, they're all family men now, which is pretty cool. You know, I mean, I think what, I don't know if all of them have kids, but most of them, I don't, whatever, either way. Um, Nick, for sure. Nick and I have... Uh, been able to have some pretty good conversations, and you know he's he's given me some really 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 good advice, and um, you know I don't talk about it too much, but him and I have talked on you know you know private forum, not just nice. on the nice the main you know, uh, Twitter pages that everyone can see. But you know, he's given me some advice and I think I've fucking given him some good advice to be honest. We've talked about like I said before, you know, it's not just about talking about, you know, three eleven the band and whatnot. There's a lot other going a lot of other stuff going on in our life. And yeah. We've talked about everything from fucking the Los Angeles uh Kings hockey team to You know, drones, you know, we were talking about fucking drones the other day on on Twitter and he recommended a good one to get, which is kind of cool. And I actually, my friends, when they hear this, are going to laugh, but I actually purchased it because yesterday was Amazon Prime Day and it'll be here tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Drones are awesome, man. It's great stress relief. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're not crashing the thing i promise you it's fun I, I got
2: a drone i love the thing that's <laughs> why i got the 30 dollars one dude because when i break it on my first takeoff i'm not gonna give a shit but yeah you,
0: yeah, you yeah, have the 30 dollar one now wait till you get hooked you'll you, you'll be you'll be off of that quick
2: i, I promise yeah, you. oh so i've been told so i've been told but yeah you know uh nick and i we have a lot in common i think a lot of us 311 fans have a lot in common with all of the band members but you know we've talked about fatherhood and You know, the trials and tribulations of life in general. And it's just, it's cool to be able to connect with somebody, especially someone who's been your idol since you were, you know, fourth grade, fourth, fifth grade. Started listening. I mean, that's just, with the technology we have today, I think it's really opened up. Things a lot being able to get through to you know whether it be celebrities or band members or what have you i think that's like the best part about all this you know we don't just write fan mail and send it in the mail anymore and hope they read it i mean you know how it is dude you post a tweet or say something you'll get a reply or you know shit like that's cool you know that that's really cool connecting on that level with fans i mean i don't think anybody could really want more
0: I'll take you a step further. If if you as a band are not interacting and engaging in social media right now, and I don't just mean posting stuff, I mean interacting. You're missing the boat. You're missing the boat on a huge level of fan base.
2: Good feeling. I don't want to be a naysayer or a negative Nancy, but It's not one of my favorite tracks they've ever written, but it's not bad either. You know, I really don't think, you know, as a fan, I think a lot, you know, we've had problems. Everyone's very aware of, you know, some in-house fighting between different 311 311, uh, fans, and it happens, dude. Not everybody agrees on everything, but, you know, it's, I, I don't think, I think an important thing that people need to know, especially, you know, in the 311 community. Everybody doesn't have to like the same songs or, you know, but there doesn't need to like any hair pulling either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. So I think that's just something that need, people just need to take a deep breath and chill out, you know. and yeah. it's just, But no, good feeling's good, dude. It's catchy. Yep. You know, I dig it. I definitely dig it. But uh, that one ended up, you know, towards the end. I got that at number 12. And yeah. that's not. I hate it or anything like that, it's just it is what it is. <laughs>
0: it's, not, it's not hate. I mean, I I said it in the prior you know interview that I did that you know somebody's got to be last or next to last in the marathon, just like on a song you know on, on an album. I mean, not everybody is gonna love every song or or, or even rated the highest, but still, it's still a good song. This I'll say about it, and I I, I touched on it earlier. It's a song meant. To lift you up in a in a in a, in a bad situation, or, or even just keep your spirits up. And if you're if you're like if you're living in perpetual negativity, this song's not gonna really fit you well in any any state at all. And to, to me, the big advantage over this song over let's say Till the City's on Fire is this song doesn't feel forced. Um, yes, it it feels like a real tribute to just being joyful and being happy, and yes. look up, you know, look up. Why are you looking down? Um, sure. Life is all around. It, it's it's definitely a, a tribute well, a, to to, to seeing the positive side of things. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's positive as fuck, and I dig it. That song, you know, that's not a song I turn on. I'm like, oh, this song. dude, that song rules, man. But um, you know, it's not one of my favorites, but by no means is it like. Towards the very, very, very end of my all-time three eleven list, you know, there's. That's cool. Hey, the other
0: night when they played it live on the on the broadcast, it was really pretty sweet. It was it it was really good. I mean, I was I was really skeptical about how they're going to pull us off live, and it's better live than on the album, and that's you know,
2: I think that happens a lot. You know, it's funny you mention that because as fans, and you know, I clearly I'm not the only one, but like you'll you'll hear a song played live. So, you know on the album you're like yeah hey, you know all right cool cool and you see it live you're like holy shit dude that song yeah. does fucking roll
0: um <laughs> I, I i put good good feeling as nine it, you know it's it's not at the bottom i mean it's it's you know it's it's where i think it is on the album for me but definitely not a not an awful song i i'm it grows on me every day i and sure. i've never i've never skipped it uh moving on uh what the
2: Oh, uh, what the... Dude, that... Yo, know, that's... So, that's my favorite of the four songs they released um, prior to releasing me out, but... No doubt. You know, that's a... I really... I like the back and forth with S.A. and Nick on that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I, it's a very... Um, you know, it's poppy, but mm-hmm. it's... To me, again, it's vintage 311. You know, you've got S.A. and Nick just... Bouncing off one another, and I really dig, I, I really dig the rhythm in that song a lot. That one I could listen to over and over again. Um, but yeah, that's a really fun song, and I like, you know, in that, you know, Nick's verses. He, he's just like, look, we've got a reason to be mad, but you know, hear me out for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, man. I I got notes here too, and the very first note. I had on there was, there's a reason to be mad, but I want to live like I can. I hope you can understand me. Because that, oh, that's what sticks out in that song to me. Um, vocally, because it is all over yes. the place. Vocally. It. But musically, um, man, that opening riff, it's just just jammy. It kind of, it, yes. you know, it references that old, you know, they do have fish and Dead influences, and it yeah. almost kind of goes retro, that bluesy kind of feel, yep. jammy feel, and then when they get all syncopated, you know, when they got the, the end part, and then Chad's, like, <laughs> freaking
2: going off. Dude, that's a juicy one, man, if I could put it anyway. You know, that one's very, like, okay. Now well, you mm-hmm. fucking bobbing your head to that one and the lyrics, you know, for even the casual fan. Look, I know there's shit, dude. I've been listening to 311 for, you know, over 20 years, mm-hmm. and there are so many lyrics still that I don't know, but they're some of my favorite songs. Yeah. And that one, it's very—it's easy to sing along to, so I can appreciate that one a lot. And you know, even my boy, my, my, my soon-to-be twelve-year-old Jonah, he yeah. uh, he can sing that whole song, and I love that. That's like one of my favorite things about um, 311 in general. You know, seeing my boy rock out. So, but that's a good one. That's a really good one. I feel like it's like this story of my life. Where did you rate what the? So what does that number eleven? Okay,
0: all right. I you you were so jazzed about it. I figured you're just going way high on, on your list. Dude, um, nothing exactly. wrong with that,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's funny about this album, man. It's like I'm I'm I love that song, but it it's still it's it's on the back end, and that's it just speaks volume of how much this fucking al- new album rules,
0: dude. Yeah. I, I rated it number two. It just, it song hit me right number in the feels. It's just one wow. of those deals that I just, and plus, I, you know what, for me, being a bass player, when I heard that the breakdown and, and the way that, that it kind of, the, the riff was evolving, I had to, I, I was compelled to pick up my guitar and figured the thing out like it was like I got to do it you know and I was obsessed. Yeah. so uh, when, when i'm obsessed to do something there's a reason and and that that's kind of jumped out at me there so. I,
2: I, yeah 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 i mean shit if i could play bass or guitar I'd probably be feeling the same exact way dude no worries uh go moving on to better space um wanted to get your feelings on that song uh, i love uh, that that's oh man that that one gets me dude i love that one is I think that is another track on this album that speaks volumes, again, of where where they've been, you know, and where they're fucking going. Because it's got that drive that I like, it's continuous, and I, those have always been my favorite That one's tricky because that i feel like that's the best that song it's literally as far as my list goes that's literally smack in the middle of my list because i think it, it that song offers a little bit of everything that this album puts together uh it's got that you know it's it's very open you know essay and nick open their hearts up on that one one again and but the vibe of it and the energy of the song in general, like when I I cannot wait to see that one live because people are going to be rocking the fuck out and and it's got the, it's heavy again. You know, it's got, it's got those, it's got those heavy riffs and it's just, I'm excited. I'm really excited for that one. I think it's, I think this is going to be one, you know, this might be bold, but I think it might be one, it it will go down as one of the all time eleven grades
0: okay i mean man i i love what you're saying i for me and and i just some songs hit me right away and some songs wild man and this song is i'm struggling with it and i want to i want to love every song and and that's just inherent to me loving the band but to me um um well it does reaffirm one thing and that's that nick does hate mondays um, oh, because he, I, <laughs> I think he brought, there's like a handful of songs where he talks about Mondays. And this is
2: what another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's, what's, what's Nick doing with himself on Mondays, dude? Yeah, like Monday's that's a
0: bad time for Nick right now. Um, <laughs> but, and there's, there's, there's stuff vocally that I do need to explore. Um, and, um, it's just for me, I, I got to spend more time with the album to wrap my head around it. And I agree. This might be one of those songs I hear live and it moves my my number of where it is at now way up um because right yeah. now i'm i'm 13 on better space unfortunately and
2: and you know wow. just put put the sticks down but that's where i'm at i'm at what do i got yeah i got that at 7 dude and that could be that could very well be much higher but i'm at 7 with that one right now cool and that, that's why i love about these
0: discussions is like it doesn't make you any less or more of a fan because you'd like a song more than another. it's just you know they're kind of talking know. about it you know not bashing just just being saying hey th- this album is a phenomenal album top to bottom and the, my mm-hmm. least
2: favorite song is still a, a really good song yeah and you know next time we see each other you know we're probably not going to fist fight about it so that's always a good thing probably not no
0: dodging raindrops
2: yo dude all right so this one this is my favorite song on the album okay and it's i didn't think it would be but the message in this song is this could easily easily be in my top 10 favorite messages ever out of any 311 song i mean holy shit do i connect with that it's you know Everything just being in his head and and trying to, you know, cope with whatever it is, you know, in life that he's dealing with. You know, and I feel like this one, this one, you know, I've battled with depression, anxiety since adolescence. You know, I still do, still do to this day and I'm very open about it. I think there needs to be more conversation about it. You know, it's not a taboo. You know, everybody deals with things in their own way, you know, one way or another. But yeah, this is my favorite song. On this album, because it's so again, it's a rocker and and Nick's lyrics in this song. they, dude, it's a punch in my chest, man. It just it tugs at those heartstrings so much. and I mean, dodging raindrops, but they're all in my head like, God damn, dude, it just I really can't even put it into words. It just really, really it's one of those songs where like, yo, this song was written. You know, for me, I mean, this, I can't, I can't even put this one into words because that's how much it just impacts me so much. And this one is really cool because Jonah also loves to sing along to this one. It's a very uh, singable song, if that's even a fucking word. But this song, I love it, dude. I can't wait to see it live. And it might be even, it might even be one of those ones I see live where I shed a tear, dude, because that's happened plenty of times. Yeah, but this this is my favorite song on the album, and I and I'm surprised by it because it does have, it's got a little bit of like a poppy feel, but you know I don't want to call it a poppy feel. It's it's different, you know, and I think that's just. 311 doing their thing like they have done for the past 29 years you know every every album always has something new to offer and that's the best fucking part about them
0: you know when a song makes that connection with you, well, you know, yeah. we talked talked earlier about don't don't you worry you know the song didn't do a whole lot for you you know it did a lot for me because it made it sure assist me assist in making a connection with my own son you yeah know, you and you and your son jonah have a, a very Tight connection with a song, which 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 really brings an emotional attachment to it. Yeah, um, I loved how you talked about vulnerability with the dodging uh, the raindrops, but they're all in his head. It, it's just it it sets that tone for you know how vulnerable we are as humans, and and yep. you know fighting the mind games and the are we good enough? Is it you know mm-hmm. are we the best we can be and all that? I sing the song all the time, and I think they pull it off very well. Because is it a fresh new genre for 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 the band? i don't I don't rate it as high as you do. you say it's your favorite Is that official number one for you?
2: It is. It's number one. you know, and like I said, this can all be left you know up yeah. to you know, obviously debate whatever, but it, dude, as soon as I wrote down number one, I put dodging and it yep. stayed there because of the way it hits me. you know, and what's cool about it is my son and I love to sing along to it, but him being you know an eleven year old. He's singing along because it's just a very—it's very easy to sing along to, and I and I, and so there's that emotional side to it. But you know, I'm really digging it because also because of like the message. You know, do I think he maybe understands what it's about? Maybe, but he loves to sing it. I love to sing it. So we fucking rock out to it all the time, and that's the best part about it. Yeah, that helps extend your relationships with with your family members too,
0: because then you can relate on more than just life stuff music is fresh and it's something you can chill to and relax to and man to have a connection with music with your kids i i I got four of them and i can tell you some of my (laughs) my best moments are are musical moments with my kids so i mean I, i i respect that completely back from a quick break, Uh, I wanted to ask you, John, about a song on Voyager that you originally maybe didn't like that has completely
2: grown on you. Ooh. Well, it's going to sound funny. It was what the? (laughs) Okay. It it was what the? I mean, that song was like, ah. You know, it's it's an it's a radio single, but then I was listening. I was like, "Yo, this song fucking rolls, Like mm-hmm. we already talked about, and yet yeah. that song has grown on me a lot. Um, cool. I mean, yeah, that song has really grown on me a lot, and I I that one that one doesn't get skipped. You know, when you know you have a short drive and you can only get in like three or four songs, yeah. so you're yeah. like, dude, that's in the rotation, man. Even mm-hmm. though I had that one at like number eleven, but yeah, what the has grown on me a lot, um, nice. hands down. Hands down. That's cool. I always ask the question because, you
0: know, obviously all three eleven albums, you know, albums in general mm-hmm. for musicians obviously are stuff that are growing and things like that. But three eleven yep. albums especially I think are ones that evolve and kind of have have legs to them where, you know, they, they all of a sudden a song that you felt like it was like, yeah it was a skipper five years ago, you all of a sudden hear it and you're like, damn, that, that song was magic and you and you listen to it all the time. So it's just a question I figured yep. I'd ask you there. Cool. Uh moving into rolling through.
2: Oh, that one's at number three dude yo i love that song yeah that yeah, that's that's... song, that song is,
0: is, <laughs> I, I i get chills thinking about rolling oh, but go ahead talk about
2: it i think that's like a, that's like dude that's classic 311 i think one of the biggest things as 311 fans that like we get off on is when they're releasing you know these new albums like all right what are they going to give us so, you know like with crossfire when the album starts off with that you're like holy shit these dudes still have this part of them, you know. Yeah. But with going through, it's the same thing. I love. I, I, I <laughs> S. A. Nick yeah. just kill it on that song. Yeah. And it's, it's that one's a lot of fun. That one. That one cranks. I mean, that one. The the speakers rattled a little bit on that one, you know. And I, I have a stock stock fucking radio system in my truck, so it's it's nothing to <laughs> brag about. But, you know what I mean? That, that thing. Yeah that thing rips i love that one it's um yeah, yeah it's got that t- you know like when sa and nick have those like tougher verses where they're, they're just they sound so badass yeah this one really really does that for me rolling, rolling through really does that from like oh fuck you yeah, guys get it you know and,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing i'm grinning because one of the notes i wrote down was like you know, there's songs, old 311 songs, where it just seems like S.A. and Nick are just having this contest who can write the best yes. verse of a song. Yes. And when they're when they're back and forth, it's like, nah no, nah, this is I, I got this. I got you on this. Yes. And it's like it's like they are going old and then in the end where Nick's tripling it up old school in the end, like but ba-da-ba-da, it's like, oh man. totally and then you think here's this near 50 year old guy
2: spitting this out you're like i don't care he's still got it yes that's what's so exciting about that like those are my favorite 311 songs you know the ones with the more of the heavier rap influence um with them going off like that and i'm just like yo, this fucking rules and like you said yeah they're kind of they're going back and forth almost like a battle on that, that never, ever, ever gets old. And like you said, with the age, these guys are getting older. And it's yep. just like, wow, they're, they're still doing it. And that's, yeah. I mean, I got goosebumps right now talking about it because that song is so fun. And it just brings, it really brings you back a lot. Yeah. Uh, S.A.
0: Martin is in the first verse. I'm a can of Krylon. And you're a wall I Mark. I mean, come on, seriously, this yeah. is ridiculous. Just like the kind of stuff that you just you just hear and you hear and you go, man, it's just brilliant. I, I in the contest of who won though, and I and I love essay and I, I love Nick's verses, but Nick's Nick's second verse is my favorite moment of the entire album. That freaking verse rocks, and it's it's just a you go back and listen to it again. It's just one of my favorite. It's my favorite three eleven album, and and um. It's number
2: 1. Rolling's number 1 for me on. I, I can I can't wait to get to it to listen to it. Oh, that thing live's gonna that that'll be the one where my knees get sore cuz I'm jumping around at 32 years old and I and I'm not 18 anymore. Yeah, that song's gonna be good. That's where I'll lose. That's the one I'll lose my voice to at the concert for sure. And I don't think they've done
0: it yet either, which is kind of interesting. Holding out on us. Um going to Born to Live. We got we got three more here. Born to Live, um talk about it
2: that one that one see you know throughout this conversation I'm like holy shit we're talking about every single song let me think well first off it's my second favorite song on the we'll, out okay. we'll start off with that. Yep. that that one is just I love the way it starts off with with that um the bass by peanut like that's that's fucking so cool i can't really i I can't really remember the last time you know you know better than me because you've got the ear for it but just for it to with that chunkiness is just i love that i love that so much and true yes Um, yes yeah okay
0: yeah, that would be Simple True would be the last time they kind of
2: came out with a real funky um, bass, like right out of the gate. And I would, I'd love to see more of that. But I think with the diversity of this group, it's like, you know, but, but there's a lot of Peanuts influence and sound in all of 311 songs. You just always know it's there. You know, if you took out Peanuts bass from any song or bass from any song in general that's ever been made, you're, you know, it's not even a good song. But Peanut has just developed into this fucking maniac on that instrument, and the pro- seeing him progress, you know, the past twenty plus years of my life on on you know w- with mm-hmm. his musicianship has it's been it's been awesome, dude. It's been really awesome. And Born to Live has that's another, my son loves Nick's verse, you know, till the bad guys lose and the good guys win. Mm-hmm. Like that's just—it's so fun and so easy to sing along to. You know, talking about he—you know—he wants to see his daughters get married, but he can't. If he ends in like stuff like that, like that is really and like when I talk about the darker tones, this this song's pretty. It goes from one extreme to the other, and yeah. th- that—that's my favorite part about this song. You know, it talks about some negative things going on and, you know, like the the empire falling and, you know, we could all take that for what it is. I have my own opinion of what he might be talking about. So do you and many other 311 listeners. But I really, really, really love how he goes from the truths of how things can be and what they will be eventually to, yo, but I was born to live and this is what I'm going to fucking do. And... I love it. That one's it's, number two. That's number 2. Yeah.
0: Um it's like <laughs> I get the visual image when you were talking. It's like the it's like the musical version of the end of Shawshank Redemption, you know, where you know Morgan Freeman says they need to do
2: frame get living before you get you know yep. get I living all. before you get dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah it's just one, like man living. They, yeah. Yeah. That's one of my first of oh, that's like my favorite movie ever. and that morgan freeman line is just i feel like everybody knows that even if they never seen the movie uh-huh. that line is awesome and exactly that's that's a great way to put it that's now that you said that i'm gonna i'm gonna relate that with this song and now this song's never going to be the same because of what you said and that's a lot of fun <laughs> sweet how about SA opening
0: that song up? He's got that frenetic style sometimes where he's just just kind of like a machine gun. It's like channeling old nut symptom or some older like grassy yeah. song where it's just like you know, and I just love it. it's it's so cool. And then and then Nick dials it back in and the song kind of comes full circle. It's just
2: uh, yes so so yeah. sweet. Yeah. You know, I say, yeah, essay fucking rips. I really like the tone his tone in this album a lot. Yeah. Um it's it's tough. You know, it's, it's tough. That's the way I put it. It's it's really tough sounding, and those are my favorite. That's my favorite hit, my favorite style he has.
0: Yeah, I, I put Born to Live at the number five for me, so it's top five for me on the album. Uh, I got two more, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, charge it up. That
2: one I've got at five. Ugh. Okay, I got it at four. All right. All right see, we're, we're a lot closer than I thought. That one's fun. I like that one. That comes in right before... Um, that's right before is that right before lucid dreams yeah that's right before lucid matter of fact
0: if in, in my original notes and in my listen to the album it, we'll get to lucid don't i'm not skipping over that but this could have easily been the album closer because it's got that whole the way the epic sweeping thing where it goes in all the different directions at the end it, they, they could easily close the album with this and then when they came out with lucid dreams it was like it was icing on the cake but this song's got that album closer feel to me
2: yeah, you know th- this one. This one I feel like brings me back to the Sound System album a lot. Mm-hmm. I I really feel like it's got that vibe in it. But yeah, no that w- that one's a nice little a uh, nice little gap before you know the final track. But no, Char- charge it Up's rad. That song rips, and I think it it goes back to the uh, the Nick and Sa feeding off of one another. It's really fun. It's a really fun song. And that one yeah. live's gonna be pretty wild too. Like Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah. It
0: definitely you, you hit on the head, it fits the transistor sound system realm for me. I when when that yes. song comes in, it just evokes that transistor sound system era kind of sound yep. that, that they, they revisit yep. on that. Um I love the lyric in that song. We all have a voice that we need to deny that will say, I'm not enough and need not apply talk yeah. about it. A, a voice that hits you a, a vocal that hits you in the gut and just kind of gut checks mm-hmm. you and just says you know hey you know you think you're not good enough get, get after it dude get after it. keep keep yeah. coming back keep you knocked down I don't care keep coming back and just mm-hmm. uplifting stuff they're chocolate of, of uplifting stuff and that's that's one one reason why we both love the band that's that's obvious oh, yeah.
2: Wrapping it up. Lucid Dream. That song rules um, whatever Nick was shooting for. You know, and he's doing that Rasta, you know, chorus. Mm -hmm. uh, It's cool. I don't really... He's never done anything like that to that level of, um, you know, Jamaican-esque sounding vocals. And I think that's fucking cool. You know, some people are like... You know, some people hate on that and whatnot, but I think it's cool because he's never, I don't think he's really ever gone to that level or extent with that kind of sound. But no, No. that one, that that's, I think that's a great, a great album ender. Um, it really is again, it's, you know, they're opening up their heart and, and, and really letting people know, you know, like it could, I think it could be looked at as, you know, maybe a sad song in a way. It kind of is.
0: If you listen to the the, uh, opening verse, Mm -hmm. I, I love summer. Anybody that knows me knows that summer for me is like I cannot wait for summer to start. And when summer gets close to the end. I, I uh, fight it, dude. I fight it. I, yeah. And it's like when he talks about summer going away, I, it's like I, I, I wanted to go get into the covers, you know, because it's like <laughs> there, there's that there's that, you know, thing. And then he jumps into the whole the negativity versus, uh, you know, being yes. positive. And it's yeah. just like we all we all fight that that urge you to, you know, be under the spell 100%. of negativity and, uh, you know, lean into it. It's uh, and, and I, I don't know if Feldman produced a song. I think he did. And I don't care because on the interview the other day that I was watching in New York City, um, you know, they talked about John Feldman and him pushing Nick and yeah. SA oh, to a yeah. limit to where that they're they that you know nobody ever has pushed them to do to do like you know do it again, do it again, do it. And I could see Nick doing the whole Jamaican reggae thing and all that, and like do it again, do it again, because you know wanting to get it right and wanting to get it to where. You know, it was it was relatable, it was understandable, and it was it was not forced, and it was it, it was what the song became, which I think it's a fantastic song, and and I got it probably higher than a lot of people would have it. I, I don't know where you got the song rated, but I got it as a seven out of thirteen.
2: I'm at eight. Okay. Yeah, I got you know. that eight. Like you said, Nick was definitely pushed on that one because I don't think that sound comes without another influence, an outside influence, on yo. Do this, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, and, and it was. It's a great yeah, one.
0: It really is. It's grown on me.
2: Absolutely, man. Yo, Brian, I'm stoked you chose me to do this call, and I'm excited to hear the final product. And I think we have to have a um, an f bomb counter because I, I like to say that word a lot. So I apologize. <laughs> You know,
0: you're, you're, you're Jersey, and, and that's where we're from. That's where my wife is originally from, Pennsylvania, Jersey. And, and you, you, you trust me. You're, you're right up our
2: alley, man. I, I love yeah. you. Man. I appreciate you you, you being dude. here. And we'll uh, chit chat soon. Absolutely. And, dude, thanks for being a friend. We've never met in person, but I cannot wait until we do. And um, hopefully it happens sooner than later, man. I'm so stoked to have been on here. You bet. Have a great day. See you soon. All right, brother. Later.